Bet on Bears fans, Chicago Bears podcast still going strong, and we got plenty of news to break down today. Chicago Bears hire their OC. Want to get Lance's thoughts on that? Uh, DC interviews are now beginning, and an interesting name, and I think a great name to start off with. We got to talk about who the Bears interviewed. Lance uh, knows this guy personally, so uh, definitely got to talk about that. And uh, football from the weekend. A lot of good football. There was some bad football. There's a lot of good football happening this weekend. Want to get all Lance's thoughts on that. As always, joined by a Monday with Lance Briggs. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star review Lance, you, you before the pod started, man, you were you were rubbing it in a little bit, bro. That that you know we we out here in the cold, and you got that you got that nice bright yellow thing that we haven't seen in in a few weeks out here, man. No, it's you know, listen, it's it's been raining uh, past few days here in Arizona, you know, um, but it <clears throat> we've had a few breaks. We saw the sun a little bit. You can see it's bright outside. Yeah, um, it's listen, it's it's not that great. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. I, it's you know it, listen I, I appreciate i can appreciate the warmth and the cold and that bears all that bears gear you have on right there oh yeah appreciate oh it. yeah listen i i do i do uh a lot of these podcasts still from the basement area till we oh. get that uh final studio built up the espn brand stamped i'm just putting a little pressure on uh but no <laughs> till we get that final studio right so it, listen it's still a basement yeah yeah it's it, it, <laughs> Do you still have, uh, you still got your hair slicked back? I saw, I saw you. No, I did not. Uh, it didn't stay. It didn't stay. I, I never quite. Dog, I should have done a video of it. If y'all didn't see it, it's on my it's on my Twitter. I just slicked it straight back. I was going to go Pat Riley. I was going to do a whole show <laughs> just like Pat that. Eberfus. Hey, hey, and as I was waiting for the show to start, it just started going, pink, 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 pink. So uh, it did not stay. I do have the curly hair up under here. It did not slick back, but hey, you know, I got what I got. I'm doing well out here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing bad. I, I got good roots, shall I say. Let's start it off here, though, Lance. I appreciate you coming through as, all, as always. I almost had a stroke there. Y'all saw that? Uh, <laughs> Ooh, don't do that. Chicago Bears have finalized their hire. With the OC, they're going with Shane Waldron. When you heard the news this morning, what were your first thoughts? Well, my first thoughts were, uh, you know, they didn't go with Cliff Kingsbury, um, which probably meant a move away from Justin. They didn't go with Greg Roman, which probably meant uh, keep Justin. Yeah. They went with Shane Waldron, which probably means undecided. You know? (laughs) No, it's... It's, uh, you know, <clears throat> I like the hire. I like uh, what uh, he was doing with uh, Geno Smith yeah. you know, and the Seahawks, you know, and, and um, in the direction that the, the Bears are going in. Look, you know, at this point, um, if there was if there was one thing that needed to be uh, one one player position or coach that needed to be relieved based off of performance, it would have to be uh, Luke Getze, yeah. you know. And when you talk about, you know, trimming the fat and we get it right into uh, uh, off season, um, that was the most likely uh, uh, first change that the Bears were going to make. And so um, bringing in Shane Waldron, you know, a uh, young guy that uh, that that can thrive, you know, in this league. Let's see what he can do. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, Ryan Poles and uh, the Bears staff believe that this is the guy. Well, you know, we're, 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 let's continue to trust the process. I, I like the fact that we're going with a guy who has experience, who we've seen it happen before, right? Like we, a lot of times we do go with the, the younger guy, the up and coming guy, the guy that we hope can take over. This is more of a proven commodity with different styles of quarterbacks. And the one thing that we heard Matt Eberflus continue to say was uh, Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles, all of these guys, right? It's not just, it's not like it was one guy saying this is, uh, the biggest failure that we saw was an inability to adapt Adjust. the scheme to the players that you had there. Shane Waldron's worked with Russell Wilson. He's worked with Geno Smith. You at least know coming in that he's going to have that adaptability and that ability to go out there and, okay, or if we're keeping Justin, we're going to adapt it to his game. If we go Caleb, we adapt it to his game. If we go Drake May, we adapt it to his game. Yeah, whomever. And that's, you know, that's, 
if you're if you're a if you're a good offensive coordinator, you should be chomping at the bit, you know, with with who you have and what you're able to do. You know, if you have a pocket guy, okay, this is what I want to do with them. You know, what I mean, this is what we can do with pocket guys. You know, what I mean, this is textbook stuff. You right. know, I don't have if I have an athlete. You know, oh man, this is some awesome stuff that we can do. You know, what I mean, let's get in the board. Let's get in the uh, let's get in the, the the let's get in the room and let's draw some stuff up that we can do uniquely with this quarterback. You know, and 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 I'm hoping that that Shane is one of those guys. Maybe that's what they see. Um, but uh, but be versatile in in what you can do with your playbook. Don't be limited. You know, the limited guys are the guys that that end up getting fired. You know, in this system. What does it say to you uh, as somebody who's been in these lines and has seen coaches be removed, has seen coaches, you know, come in and change things out? What does it say to you that they remove the entire offensive staff uh, um, <laughs> outside of, you know, the tight ends coach and the offensive line coach? They, they fired everybody else. What does that say to you that they felt about the development of this team? Of course, we all focus on Justin, but like there's a lot of players on this team offensively we need to look at for development. Well, you know, the the running backs coach, you know, he 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 fired himself. Well, that's different. <laughs> early earlier in the year. So, uh, that's a little bit different. <laughs> but uh, it just says that it was time for a change, you know, and and we we can see some of our shortcomings and we some of our shortcomings are from what what we're what we're putting out to our players, you know what I mean, what we're asking our players to do. You know, that's what some of that says, you know. I mean, it also says, you know, Somebody's guy has to take the blame for the 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 lack of productivity from our offense over this past couple of years. So somebody something had to give, and that was the those offensive coaches. And we're going to bring somebody in, and uh, and uh, hope hopefully can come in and uh, and and patch this thing up or fix or fix fix it before it gets too bad. Yeah, I really want to see. I, I heard Mike Tomlin, I think he was on the Pivot podcast, and he was talking about, uh, I'm tired of hearing coaches um, trying to find excuses to get away from coaching. Basically saying, right, like, oh, this guy can't do this. He can't make these plays. He's like, well, well can you teach him? That's what coaching is, right? I can teach a guy footwork. I can teach a guy how he's supposed to be in his backpedal. I can teach a guy, you know what I mean? Like, that's where coaching comes in. And it does feel like we saw some of that with the previous staff that's here. And I think the part that excites a lot of Bears fans is nobody saw what we what what ended up happening with Geno Smith the last two years coming. When you had Geno Smith under center coming into the season, everybody was like, well, the Seahawks are going to be bad. They'll have good draft capital. And they ended up being a playoff team and a borderline playoff team two years in a row. Yeah. You know, the, the I think the thing that stuck out the most is, um, you know, going into halftime struggling, you know, and us – as the viewers, you know, and the fans watching saying, okay, now let's see what the adjustments they're going to make, you know, and then coming into the second half and feeling like they're doing the same things they did in the first half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where, what is, where is the adjustment? You know, what are the, what are the adjustments? These guys are, these guys are showing, you know, eight guys on the line of scrimmage. They were showing eight guys on the line of scrimmage in the first half and saying, um, you know, uh, uh, move the ball on us. And they're doing the same thing in the second half, and you you're running the same plays that didn't work in the first half. Right. You know, <clears throat> that was that's I think that's one of the 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 most noticeable um, um, uh, drawbacks from this the the previous uh, coaching uh, offensive coaching staff. Can have you seen situations where your your assistant coaches, your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator? can push the head coach to be a little bit more aggressive. I think a lot of times the thing that we saw from Flus was, and, and from the team as a whole was in the second half of games, they, they would take their foot off the gas. They would be like, well, we got 28 points. All right, boys, we're good. Do you think that Shane Waldron coming in? Cause he was a, Hey, we letting it fly. Like <laughs> that ball is going to be in the air. He was a very aggressive OC to me. Do you think that he can change some of the mindset of the head coach that we have here? Uh, you can only, it's not necessarily you can change that the 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 mindset. You know he can call those plays. It ain't gonna matter if you can't protect quarterback. Right. You know what I mean if you want to do those things, you want to have a high performance, high octane type of offense. You gotta be able to have to protect your quarterback. So you know before we go and get all the premier skill players, 
you better get the premier guys that can protect yeah. get guys and then then I'll give you I'll I'll start handing you this 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 uh high octane you know get after it right now offense it's it's so interesting because I heard I think it was Lewis Riddick he was on with Waddle and Sylvie this week and he was speaking from the other side he was like go get receivers because when you get receivers all of a sudden you can get the ball out quicker you know thing and and I'm just like I, I see that more in today's NFL where teams say, we're going to load up on receivers. Yeah, our quarterback might get hit a little bit more, but you're getting the ball out quicker. But then I'm like, I love that Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl with no tackles, but he lost the Super Bowl because he wasn't protected on that last play versus Aaron Donald. He couldn't get the pass out. Everybody has their own philosophy. Yeah. You no, know, you can go get a bunch. You can load up on receivers and have what they saw the best offense, okay, which yeah. probably Miami. Okay, but the problem with Miami is, and I've said this all year, they struggle against good defenses. Yeah. And they ball out quick. They try to. But defenses understand that. When you understand what they're doing, yeah. what can you do? What yeah. is it that you can do? Because offenses can only do what defenses allow. And when you decide you're not going to allow it, they don't get a, they're not they're ineffective. Yeah. They score 14, 17 points in against good defenses. So go get all the best receivers you want. It ain't going to matter. If your defense is ready and prepared for you, you you uh you're not playing off of them like uh like we saw a lot this season. You you know what they're gonna be. You gonna beat it. We you no know, no because anybody that plays on my defense, we're not impressed by that. We're not impressed. Yeah. We're, we're the only thing we're impressed with is what we're, the work we're about to put in. Yeah, I love it. I love it, and and it showed right. Like you guys went up against literally, I'd say probably the top four, the top five wide receivers in NFL history. In your era of football, yeah, and it was never with double teaming, with triple teaming. This guy, like my my favorite scene ever was I forget was it the Rams? I think they triple teamed Calvin Johnson at the line mm-hmm. and had three DBs right on. And I was like, I don't ever remember us even having a safety over the top a ton. <laughs> no, we, I mean we knew where that we had to cheat. We would cheat toward you know him certain routes and things that we knew. You know, but we, we we understood what routes were 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 going to be attacked with. You yeah. know, that's exactly what those the good defenses are going to do. They're going to have a good game plan. You know, they're going to have a good game plan, and they're going to take the they're going to take away what you do best. So now, what can you do after that? You know, and Miami struggles when they get stopped on the things that they do best. Yeah, they don't adjust well. It's it to me. It's also that's all that's another one of those those young coaching deals right now where mm. Daniels has to grow. You know, and and uh, and you see him. They'll 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 blow teams out of the water. They'll do all this because they're playing against uh, undisciplined defenses. Okay, who gives them a lot of space? Their their coaches are probably scared, not aggressive, and all that good stuff. And then they play against the good defenses. I remember yeah. the first one they played against was Philly. Yeah, that Philly defense, and they scored I think seventeen points. You know, 14, 17 points against them. All right, because they ain't afraid. They're not afraid of them. They're not afraid of them. They're, they and they know what they're gonna do. And they took that away. Once you take that away, now what do you have? Your coaches are the good defensive coaches are going to take away what you do best, and then they're going to say, "How are you going to adjust to this?" And he struggles with adjusting. Some of these young coaches struggle. Matt Nagy struggled with adjusting. Luke Getzey struggled <laughs> with adjusting. You know, once they shut down what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, and so it's <clears throat> I'm, that's that's my biggest concern for Shane Waldron. You know, and and, uh, um, and and it would be anybody, you know. How are you going to adjust when the defense takes away what you do best? Yeah, he's he's a very air it out kind of coach. He, he puts the ball in the air a lot. lot the, the pass to run ratio, I'd say, is probably 75-25 for Shane Waldron. How do you think that style of football plays here in Soldier Field? Because it doesn't seem like this new stadium is getting here any quicker. <laughs> Well, I think he's going to play to his strengths. I think he's going to play to his strengths. He's going to figure out what he has. Uh, you know, in in Seattle, you know, you have a you have DK Metcalf, you have Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Oh, um, and I, I forget the tight end they have, but they have also have a tight end who who you know who they can um, uh, they can air it out to. Uh, and they had a lot of um, uh, 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 running back injuries. You know, kind of running back injuries. I think over the last uh, couple of years. Um, that kind of set them back, but uh, you know, I know they have Charbonnet over there, and, and a yeah. couple. But um, you know, I, I think you 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 play to your strengths. You play to your strengths, and you play to what the defense is giving you. You know, and I, and I hope that uh, that's who he is. 
you know, because there's going to be times, whether you're 75, 25 or 75, 35, whatever it is, you know, I, I hope it's, it's because that's what is being giving. That's what the defense is giving. So that's what we're taking. I just hope situationally he's aware of it, right? Like I, I never minded. I think a lot of people hated the fact that Matt Nagy threw the football so much. And I didn't hate the fact that he didn't throw, that he threw the football that much. I hated the fact that he didn't know when to run. Right, we'd be on a, a a third and one, and he's dropping back trying to have Mitch pass the football, and it's like just just like is, we got David Montgomery back there, just run him up the middle and punch people in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna find we're gonna find out. Well, sort of one of the one of the, one of the things about these offensive guys, you know, that, that think they're geniuses, you know, is they 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 work on these these theoreticals, you know, yeah. and the, the, theoretically it should have worked, you know. Uh, instead of, you know, living in the, you know, we're in this real world, man. Listen, real world says it was third and one. Just run the damn ball. <laughs> we we called those uh, back in my construction days. Those were the engineers. The engineers will send you our blueprints and they'll be like, yeah, hey, you got to see what you're going to do. You're going to put 300 feet of pipe right here. It's going to be perfect. And then this is how it's going to work. And let me know when you're done. And you get out there and you'll be like, well, there's a, there's a silo right here. How are we going to? How are you going to run the, through the silo? Is it going inside the building? They'd be like, well, theoretically, it should all work. I put it on my computer. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's, how, that's how the offensive guys are for you, huh? They, they, don't, they don't live in uh, reality all the time, you say. Sometimes, you know, some, some of the guys, they're, they're on that theoretical stuff, you know, and, um, and this should work, that should work, you know. But uh, listen, this is, this is what the defense is presenting. This is, what the, this is what they're presenting. This is how they play. They play yeah. aggressive. You know, um, these are the players. This is the player we're going to take advantage of, you know, and this is how we're going to do it. You know, yeah, I, I, I did love watching over in the playoffs, you know, a lot of these these um, these systems and what they're doing, you know, to, to try to uh, um, win the numbers game. You know, and a lot of it is based off of, you know, Kyle Shanahan and his yeah. tree. You know, the Kyle Shanahan tree really is probably his dad's tree, really, you know. <laughs> We we do just kind of give it to Kyle all of a sudden. Kyle, but really, you know, I mean, there's Gruden, there's there's guys that that these guys you know were under, and 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 I really want to say is it's it's Shanahan, and you know, but uh, uh, the pop Shanahan, when, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 Mike, yeah, Mike. When I was watching, you know, when he was in in San Fran and we moved to Denver and all that stuff, just kind of, you know, but. Uh, but you know, uh, uh, there's a lot of similar similarities in in how they're handling and how they're running things. I really like their run games. Mm. You know, they're they're trying to 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 take those inside second level linebacker guys and get their eyes wrong so that they can get numbers moving in there. And yeah, they're, oh, they're running they're running bunch schemes, motioning a wide receiver, and then running counter right out of it. You know, what I mean, to get you get you drawn away from what you're supposed to be. You know, but if you lock in, honestly, if you if, if players just lock in and to their key, they'll be fine. They'll yeah. shut those plays down. You can shut those plays down fast, and uh, and they'll move away from it. But uh, but it's fun to watch because they're they're very the offense are very efficient in it, and they move really fast. So if you're if you if you are out of a, if your alignment is off by a, by a step, if your your key is off, your eyes are wrong, you're gonna get gashed. Yeah, you're gonna get gashed, and they're counting on that. And they've been letting some holding go in this playoffs. I ain't gonna lie to you. They were sitting there praising uh, Ragnow all yesterday from Detroit. It was like, oh, he's he's hurt and he's fighting through. And look at that. That's Vita Veo on the other side. I was like, well, he's holding on to his waist the mm. entire time. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of holding going on in this game. Yeah. yeah but like mean, Yurko says, Yurko says you can call holding on every play in the NFL, like if you really wanted to. True. I want to I want to ask you about the defensive side, Lance, because I know that there's a name that the Bears interviewed that uh, one you know very well, and two, I, I'm actually very excited to see if we could get him in here. And I think the Bears are just looking in the right places. Chris Harris uh, is has interviewed for the Chicago Bears defensive coordinator spot. Um, a teammate of yours, somebody who you who you I mean went to a Super Bowl with. Uh, what are your thoughts on Chris Harris possibly being the next DC of the Chicago Bears, and what would he bring? Well, Chris is uh, Chris is outstanding. You know, he's another. He's a, he was always a student of the game. You know, when he when he played. You know, um, 
uh, had some very fun years with him. And uh, he went over to uh, Carolina. Carolina after you after Chicago, and and annihilated us, you know, uh, in Carolina, and then came back and played. We played again together. But uh, you know, Chris is real smart, man. And, you know, we we would when Tressman was here and he was on that staff. Yeah. You know, we we'd lock ourselves in that in that uh, that that study room and and we'd go we'd go at it, you know. And I'm like, why can't we run it like this? This isn't the why can't because this is why, Lance, you know and. And he's a teacher. Yeah. And and even though we played together and he was now my coach, you know, he was breaking down the 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 the, the inner de- details of why something has to be done defensively, yeah. you know. And uh, and I and I and I and as much as I pushed back, you know, with him, I understood, you know, and it it got to the point where he would say you do understand what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. And that, to me, that's important. That's a really important part of, of any player that's going to play for a coach. You know, if, if you can always, if you can explain the why, if you can always explain the why um, a, 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 a player can, can, can respect that. I can appreciate that. I can respect that. Yeah. I mean, I like it because I don't like what I have to do, but, I understand why I have to do that for us to be successful. Do you think that he would make this? Because uh, I think you guys' 06 defense was so much more aggressive um, than a lot of the time where it was, not to say it wasn't aggressive, but it was it was more of a, a passive style. Lovey was a little bit more passive when he called plays. Do you think that he would bring that kind of aggressive style to this team? Because I think, I mean, you have both talked about on here, right? Like, that's kind of what it seemed like the Bears were missing this season at times. They would allow teams to get those big chunk yardages where I think that that's the main thing we need to take away. Well, we'll see. You know what I mean? We'll see. I, you know, Chris, is, he's, he's a smart guy. He's been in a lot of systems. He's been in systems um, with, with us where, you know, we, we challenged a lot of the receivers at the line of scrimmage. We challenged, yeah. you know, and we were good in our technique. So the one thing where where they'll continue to be sound, you got to remember, Chris Chris played for uh, for for Hulk, mm-hmm. you know, Hulk, and and so you know there's familiarity there as well. You know, we we all you know those guys all they all really funnel from a, a similar tree as well. You know, so there's a lot of similarities in those guys. Chris is young and Chris knows what he's doing. So I'm you know I, the defense will be in good hands with uh, with C Harris. That I do know. And I'd, I'd be, I feel like I'd feel a lot more comfortable knowing that he's coming in. Yes, maybe he's learning to be a defensive play caller, but you still got Flus there, right? You've got somebody who's called this defense well, who's who's started to, to build this defense up. And so those questions that may come up, he'd have somebody who's very experienced in the room with him. Don't worry. Chris, trust me when I say this. Chris Chris knows what to run, how yeah. he wants to run it. And Don't even need him. Yep, he knows and he's going to have a feel for this game. He's going to have a feel for the game. Yeah. This is working. This is what's not working. You know, when you have your, as a defensive coordinator, you there, all you need to know is, is a, a really a repeat of what you're seeing. Hey, this is what's happening up front. This is what's happening in the backfield. This is how they're attacking us. All right. Well, this is what we need to do. These, these are the calls we need to go to then, you know, and this is how we're going to fix that. Yeah. Oh, and that's, it, it, you know, just literally, I mean, just watching it, he already, I bet he already knows what he wants to do now. Just hearing from the other coaches will confirm, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and that will get echoed through, through the defensive coaches. If Chris calls Lance Briggs to be a linebackers coach, you go. Um, <laughs> he, probably not. I mean, listen, you know, we have a, we have a good, me and Chris, good, good relationship, man. And I respect it. He's not going to call me. He's not going to call me. You know what I mean? He has my full support. And I'm sure he'll have some full support of all the rest of the Bears fans. <laughs> a little cold out here in those uh, those early months of the season. Last you're not coming back. <laughs> well, you know, you can't. I mean, look, look. Let's be honest with ourselves. You know, um, to, to just straight up say no and yeah. hey, I want you to come coach linebackers in the NFL. Yeah, there is a there, listen. There is a dollar sign that's up there that <laughs> hangs over the head, and you know, and I'm, you know, I just after after retiring, like I'm. I want to do things. I want to continue to do things because I love to do it. Yeah. I want to do things that I love to do it. And I love football. I love being a part of football. But, I'm, you know, 
what's more important than just some dollar sign or just some cash, man, is, is I, I'm, I, I get to coach and see and watch my kids, my nieces, my nephews. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's priceless. No, I, I listen. I love that. That's, that's the best part about uh, now being a new father. I mean, she here been here two years now. I, I guess I'm not new, but like now she's becoming a, a, a it, it sounds bad to say, but like you watch them become a person like <laughs> that mess is crazy as a parent. Like you watch them, and my daughter hit me. She was like, uh, uh, daddy, that, that's enough. I, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I was like, oh, excuse me. My bad. Right. right? You know, the, you know, the, the, I guess one of the most awesome things, man, is, um, is, you know, my kids almost on a daily basis, they, they want to go out. They want to play catch. They want to, they want to work on their, their, their craft. Yeah. No, dad, can we, you know, like I've got to pull my, peel myself out sometimes, like peel myself out. All right, all right, let's go. All right. All right. Come on. We're going to the, uh, we're going to the, um, uh, bad cage. Yeah. So, you know, and it's, but it's, man, it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for anything. So that's, that's, you know, the, the, the problem with, you know, Chris saying, yeah. Hey, you know, and he, he wouldn't do that because he knows that, listen, he's been, when we were in our, I was 2013, 2014. He knew he was like, listen, I'm coaching. I'm going to coach for football. Like yeah. as soon as I'm done, I'm coaching football. You know, that's what I want to do. Briggs, yeah, yeah. Want, you know, and, um, and I, you know, I love coaching. I just, I, I enjoy coaching these kids. Hey, I love it. I absolutely love it. You do them like Dion. Tell them, nah, I ain't coming. I ain't coming for that. I ain't, I, I, I'm going to be with the kids. I'm going to be with the kids. Let me ask you this, because I think what's interesting about Chris coming here, you said he's going to have a feel for the game. He's not going to need, you know, somebody watching over his shoulders and different things like that. What's the, what would you say is the biggest difference in having somebody who played the game at the same level as you as a coordinator or a coach versus somebody who, maybe played college, maybe, right? Like just lifelong in football, but didn't make it to that NFL level and, and have a, a career in the NFL. Um, well, you know, like I said, the number, the first thing that pops in my mind is that, is that is a feel for the game, you know, mm -hmm. it's a feel for the game, you know, but that, that can be developed over years of, of, uh, of, of, uh, you know, uh, field study, test field study and all that stuff, you know, but, um, but for for Chris, he he knows he knows what's worked, what hasn't worked, literally on the field, physically, you know. And as a you know, I, as a safety who was he was wasn't he was never one of the fastest safeties on the field. He was a guy that had to understand splits. He had to understand you know down and distance and what they what these these guys run out of this personnel. So to make sure that he can put himself in position to make the play, you know. So I think for a guy that uh, that had to he had to do extra work from the mental game yeah. so that fast as the guys that are four 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 three you know and those those guys I think it really benefits the guys that are that are even faster especially now the guys are even faster now to even put them cl even closer to the ball to make plays you know if you're fundamentally if you're being taught fundamentally how to how to uh, play as fast as some of the slower guys, but you're faster, that to me makes you an even better player. I, I love Erlacher said it earlier in the year. He was like, "Don't give me the dude that can run four four, but has to think. Give me the guy that already knows where he's supposed to be and can run a four five, but he can play a four four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's 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 to me that's what Jack Sanborn is. Those are the guys. That, why why do you think that is? Because you were so good i'm sure there's things that you saw just naturally that other people just can't see and it's hard for you to like teach them that because you just naturally were gifted to be able to see it why do you think like i always think about like magic johnson as a coach and he's like how do you not see that pass like it's between two dudes right there you just gotta throw that and he's like coach i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> well you know the 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 thing about it is uh, a lot of a lot of people get hung up on these times, these times, these times, these times, these, you know, these youngsters, you know, that run around high school. Oh man, this time this time. Yeah. You know, they'll ask me, I said, shoot, man, I ran a four seven. I said, I ran a four seven. I said, and, uh, and I said, but if you turn on the tape, if you ever turned on the tape of me in college, you would never thought that I ran a four seven, you know, because I, mean? I was all over the place and I was chasing guys down. 
You know, I was like, and when I got to the Bears, or when Lovey got to the Bears, he saw that I had a four seven. He was trying to replace me. He was like, no, he's not fast enough. You know what I mean? You're not, mm-hmm. you're not Eric Brooks fast enough. Yeah, but it wasn't until I played football that he, you know what I mean? Because if 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 Lovey would have turned the tape on of me playing in Arizona, you know, he would have said, Whoa, this guy does, he's he's faster than a four seven. Yeah. He, you know, he was told what my time was and was like, nah, that's not Derek Brooks fast, you know. But when you turn on when he when he got on that field and he was watching and I was making plays, play after play, it changed his mind. Yeah. It changed his mind. You know, so it's it's one of those deals, man. You know, if 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 you're football fast, you can play, just play, you know what I mean? And and it it because of the world we live in, it's probably gonna hurt you. It's probably gonna hurt you a little bit, but it, all you really need is an opportunity. Yeah. End of the day, all you really need is an opportunity. And and guys that know that, that have a feel for the game, that understand it, you want to trigger fast, you want to play this game fast. And I've you know, I've always played the game fast, you know, and 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 make my adjustments on the run. You know, and yeah. those yeah, those guys tend to tend to last the longest. It's 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 uh you know, I'd I'd rather see you uh take your time but make the right move than make a quick mistake. <laughs> oh, no. But when you know, go. When you know, go. That's what it all comes down to. Hey, it was we saw a lot of guys doing the when you know go this weekend, man. I mean, I, we saw some some really good back and forth football games. I want to start with the game uh, that most Bears fans are uh, so excited about. Uh, 49ers taking out the Packers. How was how were you uh, on that on that last pick there, Lance? Was it was there a little? There was a little. Yeah, there it is. There it is. It's it's, it's another Aaron Rodgers in there, boy. San you can't can't get over San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, um, I was certainly happy that the Packers lost. All right, they made it. They made a heck of a game of it, and uh, um, there were some scares. It was a lot of there were a lot of lead changes over the weekend in all the games, and that yeah. made football. Uh, but I, but I was confident that that 49ers would pull it out, you know. Um, and and what in what better fashion than a than than a linebacker Greenlaw getting another pick, you know? And then in even greater linebacker fashion, because he told his boy, he said, "Hey, we said that if we get it, we got to get six. and tried to score while his whole team is telling him get down, you know? <laughs> He was running back. I was like, get down, get down. I'm a man of my word, and I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. All right? (laughs) It was so crazy to see that style of interception. I mean, love rolling right, crossbody throw back to the middle. All Every single quarterback sin that you could have done on one play. And all I could think of was... Uh, 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 when Brett Favre did it, and it was, this is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. And it's just like, every sin you could have made right yeah. there on one play. And and I'm not going to lie. Let, let me ask you this, Lance. Jordan Love got you a little worried they got another one? No, nah, I'm not worried. I'm, listen, um, I, I can appreciate good football. I can appreciate good players. You know, uh, Green Bay is how long... They have a long history of picking well. Yeah, job of it, you know. Uh, and and for us, that it all that is is that's a challenge. You know, what I mean, like like step to the challenge. Like it doesn't matter how good Jordan Love is if you play better each week. You only need you know, what I mean, if you play better, then he's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. It should not matter. Yeah, Bears have to do the Bears have to do what the Bears have to do. You that's- know. That's that's the biggest thing. I feel like we we as fans we focus so much on the Packers, and a lot of times I have to like remind myself. Yes, it sucks to lose them. The two games a year. Yeah. If we win the other fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Or fifteen now, right? <laughs> if we win the other fifteen games. Listen, we're gonna the, the Bears are gonna the Bears are gonna win that game next year. They're gonna win that game. They're gonna get over that damn hump. You know, they're gonna play, and I want them to play against a very good. Outstanding Jordan Love. Yep. Out, just outplay the kid. You you wanted the you wanted Rogers to stick around, right? You wanted the Bears to actually be able to get over the hump with Rogers there, didn't you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I'm, you know, it's hard to do when you 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 change head coach coaches after a ten six. <laughs> well, we're not doing it this year. <laughs> I know what you're hoping for, but not going to happen. 
now at this point. Uh, it's not happening this year. Uh, what'd you see in that uh that that Lions Buccaneers game that really stood out to you? I thought that was another good one. And, and as as much as I can't stand Detroit, listen, I they 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 they're such a good football team. I I can't stand Detroit, but I absolutely really? love Dan Campbell. It's just like it don't matter. Fourth that uh, uh, Dan is fourth and five. Go for it. <laughs> listen, I'm I'm I grew up on the 49ers. Yeah, right? grew up they were my favorite team. You know, and you know my my youngest son asked me the other day. You know, what's your second favorite team? I don't have one, son. I don't have one. If if you're ever lucky enough to play in the NFL, that would be my second favorite team. You know, whatever team that day, but I don't have a second favorite team. However, you know, um, I have rooted, I certainly have rooted for the Niners, but I am rooting for the Detroit Lions. It's been it, their, their history. I'm telling, man, I'm, I was sitting next to a, a Detroit fan, you know, you know, and uh, watching, watching the game, the, the uh, the wild card win, and you know how long it's been. I'm telling you, man, when they won, this guy started crying, like he w- he was in tears, you know. And it's it's just been a long time. We, yeah. it's, but it's been a long time for them. So you know, it's it, they're, they're a team that I'm rooting for. I I can't bring myself to root for Detroit. I just it's just I I, I got standing beef with all things Detroit, but. Uh, it's a really good football team, and I can acknowledge seeing good football. And I, I can acknowledge seeing a coach go out there and no fourth and 14, fourth and five, fourth and three, fourth and one, two minutes left in the game, 30 seconds left in the game. Uh, the, the first play of the game, he's going for it on fourth down. Like Dan Campbell has, he is the epitome of one day this is going to bite you in the butt, but you know, not today. But you, but you know what? He's, he's, he's got the right fan base for for what he's doing and you know good call bad call we're all in we're all in we're gonna fall in now it's and the thing about like as much as you love dan campbell dan campbell makes those calls in chicago like people are already like what are you doing (laughs) it makes it oh he's so lucky but this is gonna cost you you know i mean it's you know it's every one of those calls and then he's gonna get asked about it and then for a whole week like Chicago media is just going to burn you on those. No, plays. you know what it is. I think I think the reason I like Dan Campbell doing it over when Fluce would do it is because there's consistency with Dan Campbell. No matter where you at, fourth and whatever it is, we're going for it. There's a consistency there. With Fluce, it'd be like we was on the forty and it was a fourth and three, and he's like, "We going for it." And then we get to the twenty and it's a fourth and one, and he's like, "Let's kick the field goal." I'm like, "What happened? Are we going for it? What happened to the aggressive guy down there?" Like we just did it. So, like, I love the consistency of Dan Campbell just saying, I'm living with it, win, lose, or draw. And if it's wrong, we got to call a better play. It's not that we got the decision wrong. Fair enough. I just, I, I don't know. That's that's just me. I, I, uh, I, my Super Bowl pick here, Lance, dominated this weekend, too. I, I got the Ravens going all the way, bro. I, th- I think I think they win in this thing all the way. I love the defense. I love what Roquan's being able to do over there. Uh, offensively, they somebody that was wise up there was like, you know, if we give Lamar some wide receivers in the offensive line, he might actually be a pretty good quarterback. Uh, and it seems like in the first year it's working out. Do um, you think Ravens got a Super Bowl shot here? Absolutely. I, I, li- I really like their chances uh, in the Super Bowl. I like their chances in the Super Bowl. I like the chances of getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But if they play the Detroit Lions, I I have, the, I have the Lions beating them. You got the Lions. First off, the Lions are getting to the Super Bowl. You got Lions over 49ers here. I have the Lions over the 49ers. <sighs> this is this is one of those those yeah. fair seasons, you know, where they find a way. There's just like as they walk into the stadium, there's just there goes my hero playing in the background. <laughs> it's. Slow motion it's, walk in, man. It's it's in the rafters. It's it's the history. It's saying yeah. you know, thirty years. It's it's been so long. The bear, the the Lions have never won a Super Bowl, you know. And so it's one of those deals where it's, you know, it's the 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 state of Michigan is going to go crazy. I think this is going to be a uh, what's the saying? It's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. 
As I think I think this is gonna be one of those seasons for the Lions where you you're, you're moving in the right direction. You made it a long way, but you're gonna fall short. I got I got 49ers probably going over the Lions, and then uh, I got the Chiefs taking the L. Even though heck of a game, heck of a game. But can we stop going to Taylor Swift after every single touchdown? Well, the, the good thing about the, the the Taylor Swift videos is that uh, that Jason Kelsey was up there. And he really, me, he stole the show, and it was awesome. You know what I mean? Jumping to the stands, I like his. I whole, love Kels. His whole activity, man, what made it made it all worth it. So um, he's he is a joy to watch. I hate that. I mean, he's, I believe he's done. The retirement papers are, are in and filed. He said he's done. Um, and I hate that that's kind of how it ended, but I love just who he is as a person because with Taylor Swift in the booth, he stole the show. Like, how do you do that? Like, how do you- <laughs> um, what do you what do you hate about how it ended? Tell me what you hate about how it ended. This is uh, that he didn't that he didn't get a and my son was uh was 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 real sympathetic for Jason Kelsey. Uh, a- I just I just oh. wanted him to have I, I thought the Eagles did a lot of stuff to shoot themselves in the foot at the end, and I wanted him to have one more shot at trying to get to the Super Bowl. Listen, there's nothing to be sad about. Yeah. His career is to be celebrated. That man won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. On a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Dan Marino, as great as he was, never won a Super Bowl. There are a lot of players that have never won a Super Bowl. So his his career is to be celebrated. You know what I mean? Like and 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 and, and for all these guys, these retired guys, but he's got he's he's achieved what all of us have tried to do. Yeah. I mean that we every year we go out, we try to win that doggone ring. He's he's you know, so there's nothing to be sad about. You know, it's sad when you when you have to walk away. And you're like, ah, oh, there's no chance of us getting a Super Bowl, getting to the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ended, Lance. That's how, that felt a little personal right there. Is that how it ended? <laughs> hey, all I'm saying, you know, listen, listen, you know, I was a little older. I was a little yeah. older in my football career. And I was like, all right, listen, I, I think, you know, we're, we're still humming right now. Like, we're humming and we have a chance. We can we can get this in. Nope, new coaches, new coach staff. Yep. Time to retire. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. He says, you had right, man. <laughs> what would Magic Johnson say? I ain't going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, the one thing that I do love about it, though, is there will probably be uh, a Kelsey competing to get to the Super Bowl. I thought that Chiefs and Bills game, listen, coming down to the kicker, dog. Coming down to the kicker. That's a uh, that's a gut punch way to go out in in this game. I I thought Josh Allen played well, but I thought there was some plays that uh, that got left on the table in that game. And uh, you can't leave plays on the table versus the Chiefs. Hey, listen, um, things happen. I saw some outstanding plays too. Like it's, yeah. it's a playoff. It's a playoff. I you know that they were playing their hearts out. That you know. Oh yeah, all, all of them. And how much it meant, like. These two teams facing each other again in this game, you know, in in Buffalo. Um, great game. I thought the Bills would 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 win it, but um, you know, it's it's one of those deals now where it's Josh Allen. Like, what's your legacy? You know, what's your legacy going to be, and how's it going to end? Like him. There's there's only. There's a window for how often you're going to get to go to these things right here. There's yeah. very rare that people get that 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 longstanding New England run that they had of of championship games versus uh, Super Bowls. Yeah, you know, and and these young teams and young players and young young squads they're coming, they're coming. Shoot, these Bears are coming. They ain't there you go. They're coming now. The the one thing that that I, I I love about this Chiefs team is we're seeing a full evolution of this team because it's, it's very much like you said, right? How long are you going to have the offenses that are going to be able to go out there and dominate playing and play out? How often are you going to have this prime Super Bowl? What seems to me to be a Super Bowl level defense. I feel like we've seen this chiefs team lose so many pieces year after year on the offensive side. And now all of a sudden it's the defense is turning and the defense has absolutely turned up. They, they, they've quietly been, 
one of the best defenses in the NFL. And the only reason we don't talk about it is because everybody goes, what's wrong with Pat Mahomes? Like, well, he, he ain't got a score but 21 points. <laughs> absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That's that's awesome. I mean, that's you you have to think about that. Like, that's such a, a genius way of, of continuity. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and for Patrick Mahomes, who's going to be, you know, their quarterback for the next 10, 15 years, you know, they'll, there'll be another wave of offense. Oh, yeah where the offense is going to have to put up X amount of numbers, but they can because they have the, – and then they're going to be another wave, whereas the defense, you know, and probably after that ne- that wave of the next defense, probably going to be Pat's – his uh, his swan song. Yeah, yeah. We, we all remember that last Peyton championship where it was just like – That's when a new alarm develops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, we, we all remember that last Peyton Manning championship where we were just like, what you doing out there? What are you what – what's going on? Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> Hand the football off, Peyton. Don't hurt yourself, please. That's all we open for. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> that's funny. The the Omaha got me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, when when I look at this though, I I've got a Ravens Super Bowl win. You've got a Lions Super Bowl win. I'm sure there's many Bears fans that hear that and be like, "Oh, Lance is cheering for Detroit." Go go away. Uh, and then uh, there's there's gonna be uh, a lot of fans. Uh, of the Lions who are excited to hear that because this is a this is an opportunity to me to be a special season on both sides. Of course, Detroit winning, but I look at the Ravens possibly winning. Can Lamar Jackson dispel the whatever the room or the 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 stigma that a dual threat type of quarterback can win Super Bowl? Oh, of course they can. Of course they can. You know, um, but it's. I, I mean, I love what the Ravens. I think the Ravens are. They're certainly primed. You know, their defense is humming. They, they, I get, it's it's all around there. I, I just like their team all around. You know, and they they certainly I think are the favorites. I, I I really like. I think they match up extremely well with Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm just going for the Cinderella right now. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Can't go wrong with a good Cinderella story. Let me ask you this. When you see when you see the Ravens have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Have won a Super Bowl. Ryan's yeah. run many Super Bowls. Kansas City has run numerous Super Bowls. Okay. It, it you know, it's to me, there's one team there that that's sitting there that that hasn't tasted that victory yet. So okay, take what you meant. Uh, hey, look, I, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I, I, you can't go wrong with a good Cinderella story, right? Like, you, you sometimes you gotta root for the Cinderella. I just is Detroit. I, it's uh, it's personal Pat, for me. Yeah, I mean. Pat, Pat, we're the next Cinderella. We're the next Cinderella. Hey, listen, listen. The problem is the pumpkin showing up a little bit too early. It feel like sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you got. Hey, listen, listen. Long we, as you keep we were supposed to have till midnight, Lance. <laughs> You got to keep one glass slipper, right? And the the destiny will find you. We were supposed to have till midnight. The pumpkin showed up at 1030. What's going on here? (laughs) Let's finish it off with this. Let me ask you this. I've I've heard a lot of, uh, over the last few years, right, a lot of pundits say, the moniker that defense wins championships is, is done now. And then I watch the playoffs. And I watch all of these defenses. Does defense still mean more than offense when it comes to playoff time? Anybody who says that uh, says that defense doesn't win championships uh, uh, is a fool. You know, is a fool. You know, um, the the problem with offense is it's not consistent. You know, you can, you know, you can put up, you can do something well for a year. You can do something really well for a year, and but into that next year, once defense has figured you out, you know, and and most of, uh, nowadays there it's always a trend because it's a copycat league. So yeah, out of offenses that are that are successful, they're doing something new. They're doing something new or a little bit different and finding success. Remember when the Wildcat got installed and it was, yeah. and it was you know what I mean I think it was Miami that started it and they were you know what I mean they were having a lot of success and then. You know, Cam Newton and all these other teams are doing it, and it only took a little bit. We had a year. All right, this is how we're going to stop this. Yeah. RG3, you know, all them, you know. And so, defense, again, 
there's you you and I love the the creativity of some of these uh, these OCs, you know, and and how they're trying to to uh, um, um, distract your keys and get guys uh, out of place, you know, with their offensive schemes and how they run it. It's cool. It's cool to see, but once you've seen it, once you've seen it, we got okay. This is how we're gonna play. It. Yeah, this is how we're gonna play. It. All right. So, so, so you saying the tush push ain't gonna be effective next year? It's not. It's not gonna be as effective next year. They're gonna take. That's gonna retire with Jason Kelsey. No, oh, you hey, listen. I, I, I did the first thing I thought was, hey, how Jalen Hurts gonna run that tush push without Jason Kelsey in the front? Well, they they have to take it out because you know you, you can't you can't do that on the defensive side on on field goals, on field goals. You know what I mean? That's what we. You know what I mean? You would push. Yeah. You push and you can't do that anymore. They they ruled it out. So you can't. Mm. Like they're not going to allow it to happen on the offensive side. You know. So you think. So you think it's gone completely. You think it's going to be out of the league after Roger, this season. Roger Goodell hates it. Yeah. He's the president. They're going to fight for it, and that's going to be one of the things that are going to be removed next year. You know, because if they don't remove it, then they're they have to include other things that they've taken out from the defensive side. Mm. So know? that's okay. Because I have been wondering this: why? No DC has been like, well, let's just look at what they do in rugby and do that on the defensive side. Cause it's, it's a rugby scrum in the middle to push. We can just push back in a similar fashion, but it's actually the rules that are in place that doesn't allow the defense to go against it. Correct. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a smart play. Yeah. Play based off that situation. Got it. Got to use it the advantage, especially going in knowing that the defense can't do anything that legally can stop it. That's interesting. Hey, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna see how this season finishes out. Of course, we're gonna be here the rest of the way for the Chicago Bears podcast. New OC. Maybe we're talking about a new DC this time next week, Lance. Maybe uh, Chris Harris is hired here. We get. Uh, yeah, I'm still. I'm still excited by the possibility of maybe a Chico Rivera returning. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. We'll- we will we'll see. see. Whatever we'll see it ends up being. The right one. Hey, that's that's the biggest thing. Get the right one. That's all we care about. Yep. Get the right one. <laughs> hey, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do. As always, it's your boy Path the Designer back at it again. Bear down, everybody. Peace.